You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 115, featuring special guest Alyssa Jawani, founder of the Virtual Theater Co. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? This is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every single week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic or join our Facebook group, the Actor Aesthetic Alliance. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. Did you know that Actor Aesthetic has an online store? You can now search through the Actor Aesthetic shop to find downloadable cover letter samples, resume templates, audition journal spreadsheets, and hundreds of audition song suggestions categorized by voice type and genre. Level up your audition game and go to actoraesthetic.com shop. My friends, it's Maggie Barra. Thank you for joining me this week for another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. I do hope you are hanging in there and that you are safe and well. I have a fabulous episode for you today with someone that I am truly so, so inspired by daily, and that is Alyssa Jawani. Alyssa Jawani is a young multi-hyphenate from Seattle, Washington, and a current student at New York University's Tisch School of Drama, pursuing a double major in theater and education. Not only has Alyssa been performing since a young age, but she's also been involved with countless theater programs in many different positions, such as Seattle Theater Group as a young ambassador, bringing you Broadway on the creative team, and Empowered Artist Collective as a cohort member. Alyssa founded and currently runs the Virtual Theater Co., an online theater education company targeted towards students from elementary school all the way through college and beyond. The Virtual Theater Co.'s mission is to promote inclusivity and accessibility within theater and provide a safe, supportive, and thrilling theater education for youth all around the world. In this episode, you'll hear Alyssa's inspiration behind creating the Virtual Theater Co., her hopes for the future of the theater industry, and why she believes it's important to create a safe space and continue bringing theater safely to young adults, even during the pandemic. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me today. You are out in Seattle, yes? Yes, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So tell us where you grew up and how you initially got involved in theater. Yes. Okay, so I grew up in Seattle um, and I have two younger sisters and we grew up with music and dance, but Bollywood. So we were really into like Indian music and Indian dance, which was so fun. Um, and as I grew up, I started to fall in love with choir and I started doing choir at my school and then eventually I decided to audition for the musical. And I was so excited. It was Wizard of Oz and I didn't get in. So that was really fun. I remember that was like, I'm never doing it again. I was like, oh my gosh, no. Cause I'm shy. Like as a kid, I was so shy, so introverted, scared of everybody. 
And I was like, you know what? Something happened the next year. And I took a theater class at the same school and I fell in love with it. I was like, wait, this is so fun. I get to be anyone that I want to be. So like little tiny me, I'm 4'11", by the way. So imagine me like super (laughs) small. I know. So I was like super small and I was like getting to be anyone that I wanted to be. So I got to be like the cool kid in the show. And I was like, wait, I can be the cool kid. I could be a princess. I could be anybody. And I'm like, wait, this is too much fun. (laughs) So from there, I literally did every single show at my school that I could possibly do. I did over 25 shows over the span of like six, seven years at that one school. Um, And so it really just took off from there. Like I fell in love with singing and dancing and acting and performing and every single aspect of it. It wasn't always easy. I didn't always get cast being brown and small and a girl. I mean, just being a woman in theater is so hard because there are so many of us and so few roles. Um, So like with the combination of all of these things, it made performing really difficult. I didn't get into a lot of shows. I was ensemble like all the time. Like I was, I'm your go-to ensemble member. I can learn (laughs) choreography so fast. I can learn all these harmonies. Like you call me for an ensemble role, I'm there. And then it got to the point where I was like, I want to be more involved, but I didn't know like how to like level up or like get more involved. And so I just started to do anything and everything my teachers needed and local directors and community theater and everything. I just said yes to everything. That was like my path. So I started helping direct shows. I did hair and makeup. I did tech. I like started choreographing. I like I did every single thing I could possibly do just to be in the room where it happens that's that was my kind of thing so (laughs) and then from there yeah I just kept doing it and in any way that I possibly could Alyssa I love that so much I try to preach that as much as possible to just be open to anything and everything because you never know what's going to come out of that opportunity I had a couple of times when I was in college I tried to perform as much as possible and even if I wasn't cast in some capacity I said all right I'm going to go help assistant direct and that's so important to learn at such a young age. Good for you for, for really following through with that. So you you currently go to college now and you're at NYU. So what are you studying at NYU? So I'm doing a drama major. I'm getting my BFA in drama. Okay. So okay. that was crazy. But yeah. I know. Tell me about like what's a typical day for you right now in classes during the pandemic? Because I know you're still out on the West Coast. Yes. So sometimes my classes start as early as like five o'clock in the morning, my time, which I forgot. yeah, it, yeah, I know <laughs> that's one of the parts that I'm like, Oh, I really, yeah. yeah. So I wake up a little bit before that. Usually my morning classes are my academic ones this semester at least. So that's a little bit nice. I have like a little bit of an ease into it. Um, so I go into my first few classes and it's my like gen eds. Sometimes it depends on the day. Um, And then I go to studio, which is super fun. Those are like all of the different performing classes. And I am in the Playwrights Horizons Theater School, which is one of the studios at NYU. Um, And so there are both performance majors in the group, which is what I am. Like I went through the whole college audition thing and I'm in that major. Um, There's also the project majors. So it's like mainly focused for directors, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're all actually like in the same group. So there is my core studio group, which is like 15 of us. We're like, we're orange, we're the orange group. Um, (laughs) And we go through every single day together. So um, we're all in different gen eds, but but then we come together for studio. So some of the classes that we have are 
playwriting, directing, we have a bunch of acting classes, we have movement classes, we have voice and speech, and then um, we also have design classes. So that's a really cool thing about playwrights that makes it like my perfect fit is because I get to do everything. Like it's Mm -hmm. not just directing, but it's also not just performing. And it's not like limited to like just acting or like any, like there's no limits, you know what I mean? And so I get to still pursue musical theater, which is like my true passion. And then I also get to explore things with like directing and like design, which I suck at visual art, but it's so fun. Like I try my best. (laughs) Um, So I spend a lot of my day doing that. And then my studio group will do like Zoom lunches sometimes to try and like stay together a little bit. Um, And then right after school, I hop into like rehearsals or admin meetings or something for Mm -hmm. my theater company. And then um, I try and hang out with my family too. That's one of the perks of being home. I get to spend time with my sisters and my parents. And so like we walk the dog and um, we want right now we're really big into like the cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies. So we watch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you mentioned Virtual Theater Co., which. I'm so excited to talk to you about. So tell me about the inspiration behind creating this. Yes. So it happened. It's like a total like movie, like light bulb moment story. Obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) So I was one day during the summer. And so like the pandemic's been going on and like I was lucky enough that my senior musical, we did it and the next day school closed. So no I, my last time at my high school campus was closing night of my senior musical. So I, it was so lucky. Like I felt like I had a finish in that sense. Um, I mean, I still missed out on other really fun things. Like we were supposed to do a miscast cabaret that was going to be fun and a benefit concert that ended up being online. Um, but everything stopped theater wise like all of the theater classes at my school people some of them tried to continue things a lot of people just kind of gave up because it was like towards the end of the year and no one knew how to do this and I mean I found myself missing it so much I was like I don't really know who I am as a person without theater at this point and it was this really weird time of like also like being social was like draining me like it wasn't my theater family and I was trying to talk to like different people from my high school and like stay connected but like it was so hard like I found myself being so tired all the time and it wasn't just zoom fatigue it was like I couldn't text people back I was so tired yeah and as the summer went on that kind of continued and I just felt myself like losing touch with so many things And I was still talking to some people and I heard from one of my friends who is still in high school. She texted me and she's like, oh my God, like my show, my senior show just got canceled for this year. She's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like there's no theater, like everyone's canceling everything. And I was like, that just sucks. Like, I don't know what I would have done in high school without theater. Like the teachers, the community, just like the relief and like that outlet. I honestly don't know what I would have done. High school was tough. I mean, it's tough for everybody, but it was really tough. Like I did not have a lot of friends and um, the social climate of my school was not the best. And so I was struggling and theater was like my one safe place. And I just couldn't imagine not having that space. And I couldn't imagine what those like middle and high schoolers are going through. And literally that night I took a nap and on my nap, I had a dream. And in my dream, it was like, I don't even know what I dreamed. I think I just dreamed about like my theater experience in high school and like that family that I had. And I woke up and I'm like, I'm going to do something about this. And I was like very impassioned. And I like went downstairs and told my mom and she's like, cool idea, Alyssa. Like, cool. Good night. It was like 10 o'clock at night. I had a weird nap. Um, So she went to bed 
and I came upstairs into my room and I'm so excited about this. I couldn't sleep. I made a website. I started Instagram. I started messaging everyone, all of these different Seattle people and people all over the place that I know from different theater things. And I started it that night. Did you have the name and everything for it that night? Oh, I yep. I came up with it that that night, the whole thing. Wow. (laughs) Logo, everything. I was so excited. And like, I just knew that this was something that people need right now. Like I needed it too. And I knew so many other people must as well. And so I just went for it. And I really didn't know what was going to come of it. Like looking back, I was very like bold to just go for it. Like normally I'm very thought out. I think of everything, but that Mm -hmm. night I just went for it and I messaged so many different people and I was expecting a lot of no's. Like I messaged people that I don't work. I didn't work with very closely because I didn't want it to be like my, just for my high school. You know what I mean? So I reached out to people that I didn't even know personally. And that I just seen in shows in other areas. So like I'd seen a couple of these people in like community theater or even like the professional theater, like the fifth Avenue, I'd seen them in shows here. And I was like, Oh my God, they're so cool. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask them. So I sent them an Instagram DM. And then I went to bed at like five o'clock in the morning. I woke up at like 10. Every single person said yes. Wow. Every single person I messaged. And I went bold too. Like I messaged people who were like kind of YouTube famous. And like, I went, I went for it. Every single person said yes. And that's when I was like, okay, like this has to happen. Like everybody needs this. Like, And why do you think, why do you think that is? Why do you think that you, when you sent out those messages and you were so passionate, impassioned by it, why do you think they, they were on board with it? I mean, it's, I, it's just the magic of theater. Like everybody misses it. Every single person who's done it knows how special this is. And like, everyone needs this community. Like, it's not something you can like get a taste of and then leave. I feel like if you do theater, like you're kind of stuck with it forever. It's like, it's like a little bit of an annoying best friend, but it's also like your best friend. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's like everybody missed it so much and we all just wanted a taste of it back. And I think it was at a point in the summer, it was like beginning of August, end of July. And it had been so long. Like, I don't think anyone had gone this long in months without doing shows, like in years. Like I was constantly doing shows for a seven year period of my life. And then all of a sudden I just went on hold. Like it was weird and I didn't like it. And apparently no one else did either. And this idea that it wasn't just going to be like a random theater company putting on a couple shows or whatever, I was really like emphasizing I wanted it to be a theater education company. And I wanted to do classes and I wanted to work with kids because that's like the youth is what's going to change the industry. The youth is what's going to change the world. And so when I came at it with that idea, I think that was something that people hadn't seen. And they were like, oh, like I can do something and I can make a difference because it was also a point of like a little bit of hopelessness in the world, right? Like there's all of these movements happening. There's so many big social movements and what do you do? You kind of feel so small. And I think it was a time where people wanted to take action and they didn't know how. And so this was just a method of doing it. And I also knew that it was like such an opportunity for people And like, I was giving a bunch of college students and above the chance to like come up with something and like direct their own show. They're like, oh my gosh, yes, I've always wanted to do this. Like, Mm -hmm. and this is, I was creating a space where that could happen. And I really emphasize that. I was like, I want this to be a place where everyone can grow, not just kids that we're teaching, but also us as creators and theater makers. Like everyone is taking risks. Everyone's trying new things. 
And like, when is a better time to do it than right now? Like there's never going to be a better time. Amen. So what, what, what is your mission for virtual theater co? Yes. So at the beginning, it started off like we would say it very simple. It's like it's by young artists for young artists. And we're bringing theater into people's homes right now during this pandemic. But I really think it's expanded at this point to being all about promoting inclusivity and accessibility. And I say this all the time, but it means so much to me as someone who found theater so exclusive when I was younger and it was so hard to access and now we just want to change that. And I think so many young artists are feeling this way about theater. Like I've seen so many different projects coming up right now, like the fun for college auditions and so many things that are working to create a more accessible, more inclusive, just more welcoming theater industry. And now that I feel that we're trying to promote that, I think it's like, I feel like we're going to change the theater industry. And I've said this before, because I just think it's this group of kids. And I mean, I'm one of them. Like it's a bunch of kids doing this of all different ages, but we all have this vision of how we want theater to be and how we've experienced it in small ways. Like I've experienced theater being a family and I've experienced it being inclusive, but the industry as a whole isn't right. It's not geared towards people of color. It's not geared towards people who are, don't earn enough money to like pay for stupid, expensive college programs. Like it's not a place for so many people, but it should be because I think theater, the magic is for everyone. It's not like a direct directed thing. It's not supposed to be exclusive. And so I think by this project and so many other projects during this pandemic, people are trying to change that. And I really think we're going to, like we've gotten a taste of how the theater industry could be right now. And nobody's going to want to go back. Like this idea of right now, like everyone is doing so many shows. Like we're doing a production of Almost Maine right now and the diversity in the show. And literally we're like, change all the genders. We don't care. Like Mm -hmm. everyone is loved. Everyone is welcome. Love is love. And we just promote this message. And it's like so beautiful to see kids being like, wait, I can do that. Like I can do this scene. I'm a girl and I can do a scene with the girl. Wait, that's so fun. Like I wasn't allowed to do that when I did this show in my high school. I'm like, you can do anything. This is theater. It's magic. You can literally do anything. That's like the whole point. Why do you think it's so important to continue to bring theater to young adults during this time? Theater for me is one of the modes of art that can be the most transformative in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the same, like it has elements of music and film and all of these things, but theater itself is what I've seen change people. It's not necessarily, movies and there's so many other art forms that can do it as well but I've never seen anything like someone going into a theater with one perspective. They watch the show and I see the lights come up and they're like, they're a new person. Like I've never seen that much transformation in that short of amount of time. Like it's, I mean, I keep saying it's magical. Like, I don't even know what other word to say. Like, I just, I think about like, I saw a mom walk in when I saw Dear Evan Hansen um, at like a local theater when it came through a couple like last year year before um I saw this mom come in and she's kind of dragged by her daughter like her daughter is wearing this what the dear Evan Hansen sweatshirt and she's like has like a bunch of tissue paper papers wrapped around her arm as a cast I was like okay theater kid like I see you and she's dragging her mom in the mom's kind of on the phone during the first few songs and I was like like come on right a couple rows in front of me and she's like not paying attention right And I glance, I kind of lost myself in the show and I glance back over 
at the end of the second act and words fail and everyone's crying. I have like tissues and I'm like wiping my face and I glance over the mom is sobbing and hugging her daughter. And to me, that was like a, I just like felt it. I saw her change. Like I saw her go from this mom who was doing a thousand things at once and so busy, like, and then she like took the second to see this show and see the importance of like connection. And she was like, I want to show my daughter that I love her. And like, she's not alone. And just the mesh, the messages of the show were just like explained like right there. And I was like, like I've just I've never seen anything like it and it happens so many times and I've heard so many stories of it like people see this show and it changes them in this way and it makes them see life in a new way and it see themselves in a new way like I saw Hamilton for the first time when it came out on Disney plus had never gotten to see it honestly was a little bit like it's too pretentious like it was so expensive when it came to Seattle and everyone was like yeah. oh, I'm going to see Hamilton and I was like Hamilton must suck you know what I mean like I was like it's not it's not even good like I I swear like I bet it's not even good I was I was a little bit upset and I saw it on Disney plus and I was like where I was like how did I ever say that (laughs) it's amazing Mm -hmm. and so like for me that show it changed my perspective of theater because I'd never seen something so inclusive I'd never seen a piece of theater with that many people of color on stage that like were just like telling a story that's not hadn't been ours before like that was one of the shows that has like changed my perspective this year like it was a moment where I was like I see the potential I see the possibility and I don't want to let go of it I'm like I like keep coming back to that show sometimes because I'm like I just I see so much hope and possibility there and I don't want to let go of it and so many different shows do that for so many different people and it's essential like what would people do without theater I don't know I really don't know and people like people don't acknowledge it's theater sometimes they're like oh it's it's a movie musical I'm like well you know what came before or like you know that there's like a theater thing in there right anyway um it's just it changes lives and I've never seen anything else do it the way that theater does and right now that's what we need we need a mode of art that can change people's perspectives And while I haven't found the exact piece that can do everything I want it to right now, people are writing shows. I am seeing that right now. People are writing shows all over the place. It's going to (laughs) come like whether it's Ratatouille the musical and they change the plot and it's going to change the world. I don't know. I think that this is the way that things are going to change. And I don't think it's going to come from like a book. A book books are great. I love books, but it's not the same. It doesn't have the same impact. So I'm waiting for the right show to come along and I just, I know it will. And I know it's going to be by one of these young adults experiencing theater in some way right now. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa, you said you also offer classes through Virtual Theater Co. What kinds of classes do you offer or plan on offering? Yes. So we've done like regular, like not regular, but really cool different forms of acting classes and dance, mm-hmm. different dance classes and so many different styles. Um, I teach a workshop called Everything Broadway and we bring in some Broadway stars. It's been a blast. Yes. And um, they do like mock auditions. We do different panels and we just talk about the theater industry in a different way. We had Jennifer Apple come in and talk about like Love how her. to audition. And the kids were just like, what? Like you can, <laughs> you can do that here? And I was like, yes, you can. And it's so fun to see that. And one of my favorite things she said when she came on, she was like, you don't have to wear jewel tone dresses. And I was like, thank you. I'm like, thank that's you, so Jennifer. great to hear. 
she was laughing at me. I'm also in her Empowered Artist Collective. I was in yeah. one of her cohorts. And so um, she was like, what's some, something inspirational you've heard? And I was like, when Jennifer Apple told me this, she's like, Alyssa, she goes, I've said so many more impactful things. I'm like, yeah, but like that meant a lot to me <laughs> as someone who just went through college auditions. And all I was told is you have to wear a jewel tone dress. Like, oh my God. no, you don't. Change it. You can Change do anything. That. Yep. Um, I teach that workshop and that's been a ton of fun. We do a lot of other classes as well. There's like a dance it out right now where it's like every week there's a different style of dance and kids love it because you get to try out so many different things. Like we did a hip hop week and there's tap and there's this and they're like, wait, this is so fun. So (laughs) Um, fun. Yeah. And then we do, we're doing a triple threat training class um, starting in January. That's going to be able to build all of those skills. Um, And then like a building your audition book class to like Because people, that's something that's not talked about enough. Like, I know you talk about it. That's how I built mine, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not talked about enough. And then we also do productions, which is a ton of fun. And those meet sometimes once a week, sometimes a couple times a week. Um, And the thing that I emphasize, again, is it's theater education. So it's not going to be Broadway level, but we don't want it to be, right? We're kids and we know that. And so that's something that people don't always like talk about. And it happens in high school theater where it's like the same two kids get every single lead role. And it doesn't give room for other people to grow. Like my vocal, my music teacher used to tell me like, oh, like, I just think it's your vocal stamina. Like, I don't know if you can sing a whole show. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to get there if you won't let me try? Right. Like that was something that I struggled with. And so this is a place to try. This is a place where like no one's perfect and we know that and we're acknowledging that, but we want to give everybody a chance. So we have a no cut policy. There's nobody who doesn't get into a show Mm -hmm. and it's a place to challenge people. Like someone comes in with an audition. We just did a Hamilton cabaret a couple months ago that was so much fun. We called it like the Zoom where it happened. So cute, so fun. Someone came in and sang Burn really well and their helpless wasn't as great. And we went, okay, you're going to sing helpless. And she was like, what? She's like, (laughs) I'm better at burn. I'm like, well, if you're really good at burn, don't you want to learn how to be good at helpless too, so that you can be the next Eliza on Broadway? She was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I'm like, exactly. (laughs) Cool. So you're going to sing helpless. (laughs) So our whole thing is like helping people grow. And no matter what level you're at, we're able to do that. And that's the thing that's so special about it. Like just different feedback too, and different styles of feedback than I've seen. Like we don't just give harsh notes. There's nothing where you're like, here are your notes. Goodbye. See you next rehearsal. It's like, okay, let's work together. When can you set up another Zoom call? It's on Zoom still, unfortunately, but when can you set up another Zoom call to work through this together? Oh, you're recording your scene. You're recording a song today. Cool. Zoom me in. I'll sit here and cheer you on. I'll be your biggest cheerleader as you're filming your self tape for this show. Like we're right there with them and it's become a community, which is like, so crazy like I really didn't think that was going to happen so fast at least like it's literally become a family like now there are so many group chats from all the different classes and shows and all the stuff and someone's like hey like I'm having a bad day does anyone want to zoom and I didn't respond I was in class and I jumped on the zoom later there's 30 people on the zoom playing among us and I was like and people from all over the world I was like oh my gosh like I had no idea that like knew this was needed but I didn't know how much until now and now I'm seeing it and people literally all over the world are logging on and trying new things through this and it's so fun and I'm like I just I like it makes my heart so happy that like we can give this to people and people can like 
try out theater and see this family and that it's something that I'm so proud of. Like, mm-hmm. I know that obviously there were shows like in high school where I was like, oh, please come do this show. But I wasn't super proud of the community because like I knew that there were toxic people in it. And I can say with this, like everyone is so genuine and so kind. And like, it just warms my heart every time I log on to a Zoom with them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my people. Yeah, you attract the energy that you put out too. So you really found this community that wants to support each other and also grow at the same time. And that's so important during this time. Alyssa, how do we connect with you online? How do we find you guys online? Yes. So my personal Instagram is at Alyssa Jawani. And then the Virtual Theater Company's Instagram is at the Virtual Theater Co. And the Virtual Theater Co.'s website is the virtualtheaterco.com. And there is a ton of information about our team and what we do and all of the different classes and workshops and productions that we offer on there as well. Amazing. And my last question for you, what's your biggest piece of advice for artists wanting to pursue a career in the theater industry right now? Yes. So I have two things. The first thing is saying yes to everything. Just put yourself out there. Like you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, for example, I did a workshop. We brought Hannah Jewel Cohn in from the Frozen National Tour. She came in and did a workshop with the Virtual Theater Company. And I just connected with her. We connected on some like different level in like right in the moment. We were like so on each other's vibe and we were having the blast. We were having a blast together. And Later on, she started her own company called Bringing You Broadway, which is focused on bringing Broadway performances to neurodivergent communities. And um, she reached out to me and she was like, hey, she was like, do you want to be on the team for this? Like, you have some really valuable insight. Will you be like an outreach director person? And I was like, I would love to. And so now I work with like a Broadway star, which is like so mind blowing. And I can't even imagine what if I didn't say yes? What if I didn't in that moment be so right there with her and say yes to all of the different things she's like oh my god Alyssa she's like sing this song I'm like yes I'll do it right like it was just with her and I was saying yes to everything and it's leading me places already Jennifer Apple offered suggested Empowered Artist Collective to me and I said yes and it's been a blast like I'm learning so much and that's something that I can't stress enough right now just any opportunity that comes your way why not right like take a chance. And even if it's, if it's not a perfect fit, it's not a perfect fit. You can leave, right? Like trust yourself too. And you'll know when things are right and when things are not. And if, if, if something is like, I don't know about this, like it could be really good. Say yes. Now is, there is no better time than right now to try new things. Um, and then my second piece of advice is something that people say all the time, but I don't think is said enough. Still, you are enough. That is the number one thing that I want to remind people. My choir director in high school had it on her wall and she gave a speech at the beginning of every year and said that this space is your space. This is a safe space. This is a brave space and you are enough. And every time I heard that, I cried all four years, bald when I was a senior (laughs) and I knew I would never hear it again. Um, But it means so much. And it's just this reminder of everything you do is enough. There is never a point where you're not good enough. There's never a point where you haven't done enough. You are always enough. No matter what you've done, no matter what you wish you did, you are enough just as you are. You keep doing you and trying your best. And that's all that matters. Like there is nothing in the world that can take that away from you. And as an artist, with all of the rejection and comparison and all of these hard things, that's something you have to hold close to your heart and know. And if you know that for yourself, then you cannot be beaten. 
And until you know that for yourself, there are people like Maggie and I who are just going to keep reminding you. Amen. Alyssa, I just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your story. You just have such a bright future ahead of you. And I'm excited to see what you do with both Virtual Theater Co. and beyond. Thank you so much. And you too. I'm very excited. We're going to be on Broadway together someday. Come on. Right now. Come on (laughs) soon. I can feel it. If you enjoyed today's episode and you found it helpful, I would love it if you could screenshot it and share it to your Instagram stories so that I can see who is following along with me there. If you haven't already, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join me every single week for a brand new episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, bringing you behind the scenes of the theater industry. Until then, this is Maggie Barra signing off. It takes a village. I'll see you next week.